Sentire Media. Ciao a tutti and welcome to Venice Talks, a podcast series about Venice in Italy. My name is Monica Cesarato and I am a Venetian food and travel blogger. I'm going to put my insider knowledge at your disposal to help you discover Venice at 360 degrees. Each week I will be chatting to the people who really matter, the Venetian. So follow me on the discovery of his artisans, writers, fashion designers, artists, glassmakers, bloggers and much, much more. Come to visit Venice the right and sustainable way. You can find me on my blog www.monicacesarato.com and also on all social media. Enjoy the episode! Welcome to Venice Talks, episode number four. Welcome back to Venice Talks and here we are talking today to Bianca Grisolia, the Venice Cocktail Week. She is the PR and Communication Manager. Hi Bianca, how are you? Hi Monica, hi. I'm very good, thank you. Okay, so let's start to explain, first of all, what is the Venice Cocktail Week? Venice Cocktail Week? Um, okay, I want to start saying that we didn't invent anything because the format Cocktail Week is a format that already existed before we started to with the first one in Florence in 2016. So mm-hmm. it was already... Uh, we, we, we took like a, an inspiration from a Cocktail Week that was started in, uh, in London. Okay. So, uh, we didn't invent the format cocktail week. We just uh, brought it to Italy with the, mm-hmm. with the first cocktail week in Italy uh, in Florence, uh, and then we just exported again in uh, in Venice, where we were uh, more than welcome in uh, in your beautiful city to just bring our format there. So, what is a cocktail week? Cocktail week is a, a, a mixology event. So we're talking about cocktails. We're talking about bars. And mm-hmm. uh, alcohol, loads of alcohol. <laughs> alcohol, but responsible. They're like, we always try to uh, put an emphasis in these words. Because well, okay, at least it's very easy to do responsible in Venice because we don't drive. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you drink a lot. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's, it's a format that uh, an event that includes the entire city. So usually the cocktail week is not in just one spot in a, in a city, but uh, it's around the city, spread in all the bars that participate with mm-hmm. events uh, in, in each bar, in each venue, and uh, daily events, night events. Uh, every bar organizes um, their own guest shift, their own masterclass to explain their concepts, but also to bring other bartenders in the city. Mm-hmm. And uh, every bar as well creates a special cocktail list just for the week of the event. Mm. So this is just in few words, it's like a cocktail, what is a cocktail week? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, but we'll go into that now for this. Well, first of all, I would like to talk about Paola Mencarelli. She is the founder, right? Yes. And she's an amazing person. I, I adore her. She's so nice. Uh, and she had this great idea to move it from Florence to Venice. Why? Do you know? Uh, okay, so that's an interesting story. We, we were not thinking of doing a cocktail week in Venice, uh, to be honest. Mm-hmm. We were just at our fifth, um, sixth years in, uh, in Florence. Mm-hmm. And we were doing our cocktail week. The cocktail week in Florence is already established as being uh, many six, seven years now that we're doing there mm-hmm. uh, and we received a call Paola received a call from uh, Aman Venice from the PR of Aman Venice mm-hmm. uh, saying 
asking, uh, why, why, Paola, like you're doing in Florence is going very well. Why don't you bring the format in, uh, in Venice? And you uh-huh. Yeah. So okay. I started by a very quick and simple call. And uh-huh. um, the first reaction was like, oh my God, no, we don't know Venice. We don't know anyone there. <laughs> How can we do that? And then Paola, that has a lot of energy, mm-hmm. a lot of passion for this. It's just like prepared the suitcase, went to Venice just to explore and just to get to know the bartenders. And at the end, uh, we... she's still there. She moved, actually. I know, I know. She literally Venice. fell in love with the city. <laughs> she, she, she came and never left, actually. We can't kick her off. <laughs> we can't kick her out. <laughs> Now, this is a bit, I didn't know it was with a man. I mean, I knew that uh, there was some kind of connection, but I didn't realize it was uh, the actually a man hotel that actually uh, were the first one to propose this thing. Great idea, by the way. I really had a great time la- last year. Um, what is the main difference, though, between the floor uh, that you found uh, organizing between Florence and Venice? There is a huge difference between the two cities because um, it's more about the uh, the tradition of mixology, the the way of working, and also the the approach to mixology. Mm-hmm. So as I say, the format is the same. We brought the same format, but of course we have to adapt to the city because uh, every every city has its own uh, needs. Florence, um, when we started many years ago, it was it was at the beginning of everything. It was the first year also that we were around the world starting talking about mixology and not just mm-hmm. cocktails or drinks and not mm-hmm. just like bars. Um, and we saw an evolution there. Oh, but absolutely. The city that is more, has uh, um, already cocktail bars. Mm. There's a lot of cocktail bars. In Florence, we have more cocktail bars than bar d'hotel. So you just oh. go out there to... Okay. It's very, it's very, uh, now it's more common to go to a bar hotel, mm-hmm. um, but there's, if you see the numbers, there's many, many cocktail bars around Florence. Okay. Um, in, uh, in Venice is the opposite. So mm-hmm. we found it interesting and this was a challenge for us at the beginning uh, because there's few cocktail bars, like real cocktail bars. You have a huge tradition of uh, uh, well, well, we have, yeah, we have yeah. a bakery. I just wrote a book about that, so yes, <laughs> we we, we so got this tra- yeah. sure. absolutely, yeah, yeah. We got this tradition for us is drinking a glass of wine, maybe a spritz, but cocktail uh, is uh, growing on us, I think. It's growing now, I'm very happy about that. So, yeah, now this was the first challenge for sure because it's another, another concept, Bardotel. Um, bar d'hotel were usually Venetian, you can correct me because for sure you know more than me but usually Venetian people from Venice don't go to the bar d'hotel oh no no you're absolutely right because there is this kind of feeling that uh, it's an hotel, it's only for the hotel people, uh, you know for the hotel guests why would I go to an hotel bar, I mean uh, it is thanks yeah. to you as well that many of us realize now that hang on, yes, I can just walk in and go for a drink if I want to. There's nothing uh, wrong, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's the same with a toilet. Sorry, uh, it's completely different. But the majority of people don't realize that you can go inside an hotel and just use their toilets. Yeah. Americans, Americans do it all the time. We yes. don't. Uh, yes, yeah, so you no, actually can. Scared, so yeah. it's the same kind of idea. For us, an hotel is a closed space that is dedicated yeah. to the people that stay in the hotel, unless you go there for an event. So yeah, yeah, I get it. You're totally right in that sense. Yes, yeah, so it's a kind of a scary place, you know, like. <laughs> 
well, you know, as to be like a circle, you know, like a club, uh, you know, private yes. club or something like that. <laughs> yes. So we're trying to disrupt this concept. We actually show that doesn't doesn't nothing happen to you if you enter to an hotel. Yeah, absolutely. Just ask where, where the bar is, where is the bar? Where can I have a drink? You know? mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. And, so. and, and it's, it was very interesting for me to do this with you last year uh, because, uh, um, I mean, I knew many bartenders around because, you know, you get to see them to other events and stuff, but to see them working their own, you know, in their own home, uh, it was very interesting. I made loads of friends, actually. So it was, uh, I have to thank you for that. Oh, now, uh, my, yeah, now, now my liver is not thanking you, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> not much. Um, okay, so that was very good. So um, from last year to this year, first you change the dates. Mm-hmm. So you anticipated it. Yes. Okay. Uh, so... Actually, there was a change last year because the, the, the first idea was to do it around this, uh, this um, around March and April. Ah, so okay. Time. Then, because like we all know what happened in the past years mm-hmm. with all the pandemic and everything, of course, we couldn't do it. So we had to move it to postpone it and we tried uh, to uh, the, the, the Christmas season. So just mm-hmm. the week before Christmas, because we, we thought about like the magic of Venice, of course. Yeah, of Venice course. is beautiful. Oh, like always, the entire year. But... Yeah, it was, it was beautiful until on the first day there was a major fog and all the vaporetto weren't working. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that was a bit yeah. because I had uh, you know so you know uh, last year you had what was it 23 26 bars I think or something like that um, in Venice yeah yes it was yeah. like uh, well, we we actually included a, bit, a few more so yeah. we are at 32 for this yeah week. so last year because you have so many my plan was to do all of them so I had a clear schedule for every day and of course on the first day with a big fog it totally screwed up my <laughs> my plans <laughs> so I had to triple the number of places I was going per day and that, that, that wasn't easy <laughs> so you actually gone to 32 this year you want to kill me or something yeah, yes there's more like more things to do more cocktails to try and more events oh my god <laughs> oh my god so this this year you decided to do it uh, just after the venice glass week so it's gonna be at the end of uh, september yes uh, which dates uh, this year is gonna be from the 20 last week of september so from uh, monday 26th of september until sunday the 2nd of october fantastic we, we just decided to anticipate to a warmer season Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea is also that it is going to be warmer than December, of course. It's not yes. that hot like in uh, in summer, summer that you know mm-hmm. better than being Venice can get very, very hot. Yeah, again. and it's not easy to drink cocktails. I mean, you can have easy. one or two, but it's yes. Easy, you know. But in this uh, in this week, also still some rooftops, some uh, outdoor spaces that are going to be open. So mm-hmm. we really hope to see a uh, very alive Venice and very mm-hmm. involved also citizens around to to just go out and discover that's that's actually the very spirit uh, like the real spirit of uh, of the cocktail week to bring the mm-hmm. people to discover the city so how does it work uh, logistically for uh, the bar so uh, what do each bar have to do um, most uh, mainly the, the first thing the bar prepare a cocktail list Mm-hmm. A cocktail list of four cocktails just for the for the event. Mm-hmm. And this year in the cocktail list we have the signature cocktail that is 
always like the same. We always have a signature cocktail. So mm-hmm. uh, a drink that represents the bar the best. Then we have a cocktail that we call Riescabel Italiano. We created this category to, to give space um, to the small uh, brands made in Italy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the cocktail made just with the small production, just made in Italy product. Then we have Aperitivo di Mezzogiorno, is a third cocktail. Okay. Uh, it's a category that we put this year because we realized that Venice has a different also timing, drinking timing. Oh, yes. Compared to other cities. Yeah. <laughs> so <there's laughs> nothing going on, like very late at night, yep. but you start very early, no? Absolutely. So, <laughs> we, we like hope that with this cocktail also we give the chance to, to the people to try to see Venice from a different point of view. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth one and last one is the Leon d'Oro. So it's a drink okay. inspired to the cinema. Like Venice is the capital of, of cinema we, we are seeing these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this cocktail, we'll see, we'll see the, the creativity of the bartenders and how they get inspired by the movies, by the cinema, by the history of the cinema. This is new as well, this category, right? Yes, those, the last two, Aperitivo di Mezzogiorno and Leon d'Oro, they are new. Nice. I like, oh, this is so interesting because they're gonna, <laughs> no, because uh, I, I like when things change. I mean, I, I really loved the last year, the hot uh, cocktail you had, the mm-hmm. winter cocktail of all the categories I got to say was my favorite. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to tell you which one because it's not fair for the others, which one was my favorite, but okay. I had some, but it's not fair on the other people. So yes, let's not talk course. about uh, <laughs> particular bars and cocktail bars and so on. But it other categories I find it was the one that suited me the best because obviously it was winter and I particularly liked it. I really like this Leon Dora. I'm very intrigued by this. Uh, that would be very interesting. I assume it gives a lot of, um, mm-hmm. what do you call it? Um, we'll see some creativity there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Free hands to the, to the barman. So you got to 30. Apart from then, they got these cocktails. Then what happens as well during the cocktail week? You got also some classes, don't you? Yes. So the together bars and the, the brand sponsor, they also organize uh, a calendar of events during the week. So we have uh, daily events. It could be workshop, masterclass, presentation of new products, presentation of new brands. Uh, we also had some presentation of books uh, related to the, to the, to the subject. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this app is happening during the, the day in the different venues. And mm-hmm. at night we have events, team events, uh, guest bartendings. So with the bartenders coming, uh, from outside, international or from other city of Italy and working mm-hmm. together with the bartender of the, the venue. So that's an interesting concept also there. It was, mm, it, there was, I have to say, it was another challenge in Venice because uh, bartenders in Venice were not used to have guests, uh, no. bartenders coming and working with them behind their bar, in their, in their bar. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, they, they are very, you know... Um, jealous of a little space i assume right they were a little bit skeptical last year but i have to say we we after the first edition of venice cocktail week we saw an evolution in that as well and actually they're starting to to do some guests even uh, outside of the cocktail week okay we're very happy about that now let's talk a bit about instead the materials. I mean, as in the alcohol. Mm-hmm. As you said before, is mainly uh, from Italy. 
Yes. Mm -hmm. I really like last year because you introduced uh, um, quite a lot of, uh, as by local, I mean like Veneto, mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, um, oh gosh, liquors. Okay. Yes. That was very, very interesting. Is it going to be the same this year? Yes. This year we have um, many, actually many brands that are supporting us. So, and this is one of the reasons also why we are able to do uh, a big event and we are, we are able to care of every detail actually because we have lots of brands that are supporting us behind. You wouldn't mm -hmm. be able otherwise. And so, yes, we, we, in, the, in the list of sponsors, you can find big names, but also, as you said, small production and local production. And we are very, very happy to have this kind of um, variety also to, to give space also to, to small production for us it's very important yeah and I also personally I saw a rise of gin mm -hmm. gin everywhere before <laughs> gin I mean everywhere. 10 years ago it was uh, gin and tonic you know it was it you know the known brands and it was a gin and tonic now in Venice there is a, a literally gin evolution I mean <laughs> everybody's making gin cocktails with different kind of infusion with different kind of uh, mixing things I I mean I'm not a lover of gin but in that context like that I I do like it and I notice loads of Venetian brands yes it's true like we have many let's say the jeans in gin in the in the past uh, few years actually be, became like a a, a massive thing <laughs> in the industry so there, there's a lot of experimentation that's a lot of like trying experimenting with new uh, ingredients mm -hmm. new, new infusion so yes gene evolve a lot and uh, th there's many brands that are sponsoring the event that are uh, gene brand uh, mm -hmm. there are few that are locals but each of them has a particularity so it will be mm. interesting also to maybe you will tell us you will tell because you will be with us in Venice, so you will come around with us to to try the different cocktail. Oh, definitely will. But this time I'm gonna be, uh, yeah, <laughs> I definitely gonna I'm gonna have to drink a bit less this year because I'm actually on crutches at the moment, so it's gonna be hard going from one place to another. But uh, I'll make it. Don't worry, don't worry. I'll find a way. I'll actually, probably drinking will numb the pain. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay, what I wanted to know is I know Paula's moved here and I know that she was very happy but you had the opportunity by organ organizing two years in a row the event with her mm -hmm. to come to Venice quite often and to stay here for a while you're not actually living here but you get to spend a lot of time what's your view as a you know as a foreigner mm -hmm. <laughs> because that's what I we call uh Venetian called foresti you know foreigners <laughs> yes, yes. anybody that doesn't live in Venice um as a city as a, a city to live in not just to visit but you actually you know you get to spend like two three weeks at a mm -hmm. time even longer I assume when you come for things how hard or how is it is it Venice for you I fall in love with Venice uh, to say really thanks to to the event having to come there for work because I, I knew the city I've been to Venice many many times uh, in the past year many times but I've always been shortly and just like as usually people go to Venice not just to go around and see just the touristic stuff so I have to say I didn't know mm. the Venice until I came uh, I came there mm -hmm. for the first time last year to organize the cocktail week and I fell in love 
probably was also like thanks to the fact that the city was still empty that was mm. one of the perks one of the good stuff yeah did you already see the difference between last year and this year Ooh, you yeah. already noticed it yeah it's really like a difference of course for sure massive um yes now i fell in love with the city i rediscovered a different way even like the logistics the or moving around the city that is tricky is challenging but it, it It's longer also than moving around other cities, so you get a chance to relax. But sometimes it's not that easy and just like breathe and, uh, and see, like look around, you know, that's, that's actually great. And now Venice is his own particularity, as you say, like it's a little, it's a bit of a bubble, no? Mm, yeah, well, it is, it is. <laughs> you are in a bubble and everything that happens outside stays outside of Venice. And, yeah. and what happens and in Venice stays in Venice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. No, no. It, actually, I think it is one of the, uh, maybe the problem of that is uh, when people move in Venice, mm -hmm. they find it really hard to go away from it, uh, as in like day trips and stuff like that, unless you move out for work. But if you actually live and work in Venice, that's it. You don't want to go out anymore of it. I'll see it's happened so many times to people that have no, you know, foreign people, Italian people that move to Venice. And all of a sudden, they just don't want to go <laughs> outside of <laughs> the city it's anymore. very easy. Like, we're used to being in other cities that are very frenetic and it's always like a rush running around, no? So I think it's very easy when you go to Venice and you just, like, get adapted to this more relaxed way of mm. moving around because, of course, like, there's no cars, there's no bicycles. So or you walk or you take a boat. So it's different timing. Uh, yeah. I think it's then difficult to go back, no? <laughs> running around, always in a rush. Yeah. <laughs> How hard was it for you guys to organize uh, things with the Venetians? Because, uh, you know, I know them and I know the things are not easy to do. Yeah. Um, okay. I have to say we've been lucky in that sense because we got welcomed by uh, first from by a man that invited us so we had a a, a channel to enter also to get in contact mm -hmm. we, we probably if we were arriving just to venice just being okay hi we we want to do a cocktail week we don't know anyone but we're gonna do a great event just listen to us probably we wouldn't um, we wouldn't have done it you know so mm -hmm. venice cocktail week it wouldn't exist no i, I know um, because i organize the event and i know how hard it is so you know just, very, and i'm hard. from here you know yeah so <laughs> it's very hard but yeah we had like a man and then we just had the other friends of the cocktail week that introduced us and helped us to ease this process no so we've been very very lucky you got the support of the city as well yes yes that's, that's a huge help i know the don't tell me the city by like the by simone venturini the yeah. assessore uh, al turismo e lo sviluppo di venezia e uh, vela the association that yeah. is supporting us a lot that that i have to say we We, it's something that we didn't see, for example, in, in other cities that we've been also as, a, as, a, as guests uh, mm -hmm. and surprised us a lot. We didn't expect that. Oh. No, that's good. No, because I know yeah. I've organized sometimes, I know how hard it is in Venice to get, mainly to get things to, people to work together. That's the main thing that I find it very hard here in the cities to get people to work together. So just knowing yeah. that you managed to organize it and you managed to organize it in a very short time. Because, uh, you know, I don't think you have been planned that for years. 
No, <laughs> you no. actually did that very quickly. Um, yeah, I was exactly. very impressed. I think the Paula moved to, to Venice, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, in March or uh, April, around that time. So wow. yeah, it's pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> no, also, and uh, pretty quick, but also, okay, you had the format in Florence, I get that, but, you know, once you have a format, you kind of know how things go, but you managed to organize it at, I got to say, it was extremely well organized, really, okay. really well organized. I mean, I... You know, I could uh, usually I'm the one that always look for faults in events, you know, because I think, oh, you know, I could do this better. Oh, they couldn't done that better. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> I just couldn't find anything wrong with it. <laughs> I just oh, went. Okay. No, honestly, it was really, really well organized. And I, uh, I think, yeah, maybe the, the, the timing wasn't uh, wasn't right as in December because we know. But as a first edition, maybe it was better that way because you got to test the ground yes, yes you're absolutely yeah. right like yeah. it was the we'd be lucky as to say as to recognize that in uh, in every sense like to find the right people to find a great welcoming by from the city and also as you, as you were saying with the timing because um coming out of the the, the horrible past two years mm-hmm. that we've been through and uh the the city was not that full not the hand not the full of people, not the yeah. chaotic. Yeah. So we actually had the time uh, and the people ready to listen to us. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was, uh, it, it came out great. Down. And I think the best part for me was the masterclasses that you offered. It was uh, a great opportunity. I found, first of all, the brands and the ambassadors and the people, the, the, the people that were talking during the, the classes, uh, the masters and so on, they were amazing. I learned a lot. Uh, they were very well organized. Um, I just hope that uh, more people are going to take part because I think only, only trouble because it was December there weren't that many people but then again that was good because we weren't too many so <laughs> it was a bit more a bit more intimate for us but for you I understand that you obviously you, you won the numbers because it's only fair you know you need to to you know yeah, promote no, the event no. but yeah. they they were amazing I thought they were very uh, very well run uh, very um, interesting and oh, oh my gosh did I get to drink <laughs> <laughs> How many cocktails did you try last year? Do you remember? Okay, so the idea was that when we came to the press conference, uh, and I had no clue what it was all about, so I was very impressed with the press conference because I, I got to say, I got to tell, I need to tell Paola this. I've never been to a press conference where they fed me so much food. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't feel like a press conference. That really felt like a party. But apart from that, <laughs> yeah it was weird when I actually I got the card and I saw how many places there were I decided hold on just need to drink some water sorry I decided that I was gonna run a cocktail marathon Mm-hmm. So I called uh, Romena Brunierotto Rome in Venice and I said, look, Romena, <coughs> we got to do this. And we kind of managed to do it. I told you the first day, uh, screw me with a uh, bloody uh, fog, because obviously <laughs> the four cocktail bars we supposed to have gone, we couldn't go to. Mm-hmm. So at the end, I think we managed to do 17 bars. And in each bar, I think we managed to do three, four drinks. 
Okay, so you, you work it out. Oh, that. wait, wait, wait. That doesn't count. Oh, that doesn't take into account of the classes, the master classes we took. Uh -huh. <laughs> so let's say every night I was going on uh, a little bit tipsy. Just a <laughs> now this year I'm uh, going to drink responsibly. So Always responsibly. Yeah. Yeah. So you go Always. 30. So I still plan to do the marathon of 30, 30. but maybe not four yeah, per yeah, bar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but then you know what the problem was that we're supposed to have gone and tried only one each right mm -hmm. that was the deal but then when we got there and I got to chat to the barman and they were all very friendly they used to go like oh come on you got to try the others <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of it we're presenting four cocktails are you gonna say no you're not are you <laughs> and we were taking photos as well so you know we were <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's a good excuse. Yes, yeah, no, that's a good excuse. You had a chance yeah. to try menus. That's no, point. but it, it was actually very interesting because I'm tend to be more than a wine person. I'm a cocktail person, as in I enjoy my little umbrella mm -hmm. on, on my cocktail. Okay, um, I know what cocktails I like, so it was very interesting to try different things. And uh, I just love the barman. They were so hype, so happy to do something like that to show off a little bit, mm -hmm. and. Uh, you know what the most interesting thing I found out? How they all know each other and what a close community they are. That, that's like something that surprised us also because it arrived during the cocktail week. Uh, it, for us, it's a, it's a great, like, great... We, we reached, like, a, a good milestone, you know, when we saw mm -hmm. the actually bartender started to to talk and to get to know each other even the one that never met they started to to meet up and exchange also uh working tips and uh and meet outside of the work as well mm -hmm. so this community is what makes the difference yeah i i enjoyed that it was very nice you know going to a bar and mentioning i've been to another place before or i was going to one after and they only had to say good thing about each other's that mm -hmm. was so nice. I find it refreshing because Venice sometimes can be a bit uh, not like so. So it was nice, very mm -hmm. nice. So anyway, what can I say? So let's repeat the dates so people are definitely know when they got to come and how they can uh, obtain the information and what they got to do when they come to Venice if they want to go for a cocktail and stuff. Of course. So the Venice Cocktail Week, 2022 is going to be the last week of September from Monday 26th of September until the, uh, Sunday the 2nd of October. Uh, you can find all the information uh, about the events, about the bars, about the participants, about the calendar, everything on uh, the website venicecocktailweek.it uh, and on our social media also we communicate, we will communicate on a daily basis all the things that are happening around the city. So please, everyone, come to the city and go around and discover the city through the cocktail bars and the cocktails. And all they got to do is walk into one of the bars in the list and just uh, let themselves, you know, try out uh, what uh, the barman proposed, uh, like the, over four different uh, categories, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, great. And give us feedback. We are open also to, to have feedback about the cocktails. And of course. And they need to tag you and post loads of pictures and do Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and do all of that, right? 
Good. Yes. <laughs> Bianca, it was a pleasure talking to you. Obviously, I'm going to be seeing you soon because Likewise. I assume you're going to have a press conference uh, like last year, I hope. <laughs> This, and to be invited year, this year we're not gonna do a press conference but we're just gonna start with the events so, so oh no <laughs> oh no what a huge disappointment i was really really you know coming but there's and... so many appointments that trust me you're not gonna miss it there's okay so many okay appointments okay year, really <laughs> okay me. okay we're gonna good <laughs> it was lovely talking to you say hi Likewise. to paula for me and i'll of see course. you soon at the end of the month uh, for the venice cocktail week <laughs> ciao carissima thank you, ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. thank you again bianca for the lovely chat you can find venice cocktail week at www.venicecocktailweek.it and on all social medias at venice cocktail week Thank you again for listening. If you want to book a food tour or a cooking experience with me, you can find me on my blog www.monicacesarato.com or at cookingvenice.com and also on all social medias with the handle at Monica Cesarato and at Cooking Venice. Feel free to leave a comment or write to info at monicacesarato.com for more information about the people featured in the podcast or Venice. Bye-bye! Sentire Media. Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentire Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com and find out how to submit your show.